this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Fergus, welcome to Music Stories. How nice to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Tony. And um, you've got a, a single out called uh, Fight Forever and another yeah. one called Dear Heart. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about those in a minute. And your debut album, Love Upside Down, which sounds interesting. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about that as well in a minute. But um, I want to talk about you first as a human being and a musician. Um, how long have you been a musician? How did it all start for you? Um, I've been I've been a musician my whole life uh, through very, you know in, in one way or another. Uh, I started playing cello from a very young age and piano, and then I was in a, a very well known choir um, as a chorister from the age of well nine, really actually, wow. and then um, I kind of became a fully fledged member of that touring choir at age 10 and that was my first kind of professional gig uh the last few years until my, my voice broke and i went off to secondary school um so can you tell so me what the choir who the choir was yeah it's this king's college cambridge oh wow yeah um so very prestigious the best um, in the world the best the finest the most intense <laughs> apart from st paul's <laughs> cathedral <laughs> Yeah, so that's a few London ones that are pretty, you know. <laughs> Excellent. Wow, that's just, that's incredible. Fantastic. Yeah, so that, that's my my start really was very choral and, and classical and orchestral. And, and I continued doing that until I left school at 18. And, and it was only really at uni and after dropping out of uni that I started really trying to learn guitar and trying to write my own, my own stuff um so that's kind of you know that's where my career is that's this happened and did you study did you study music at all no when it came to i mean I, I studied music as a as a subject um uh up until aas level um and it was kind of similar to like in english literature mm. you know you kind of study like uh Wagner or something and yeah. and what the you know these chords that he used and the, the themes and stuff like that that was kind of that was pretty interesting actually uh, I don't think I uh, maybe at the time I appreciated that it was interesting because yeah. I was kind of slightly sick of choral music and, and classical music at that time because it you know I've been doing it for nearly 10 years yeah. um and when it came to going off to university I I just yeah didn't want to study music anymore or practice really or really do anything to do with it um but that didn't last very long in back you sort of became a lazy teenager and that's quite normal yeah no i i had a whiff of freedom and i i went with it <laughs> excellent a little okay so um have you got a band together around you or how did that happen so i have two guys that 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 play play with me and help me you know thicken out the sound and um make it sound more like the recorded 
tracks um they fell into my lap um at the end of 2018 uh, i'd been with my label for about a year and one of the other acts on it was this band and uh they basically had a bit of a <laughs> meltdown and um as you they do. split up as as happens yeah. and um they had already offered you know to to play with me if i wanted you know if, if i wanted to kind of get you know a bigger sound going because they were, they were the drummer and the bassist right uh and this happened and it just so happened that i was really at the point that i didn't feel like i could play the songs that were coming out solo in a way that kind of hmm. gave them justice and felt exciting so i immediately started working with them and and um we've played together ever since and jacob the who was playing bass in in their old band is really he learned bass for that band he's actually a really good guitarist so he plays right. guitar i play guitar i've got mike on drums and um together we can generate a, a, a much bigger sound than you'd than you'd expect from just three people well uh, i must say you've got an incredible voice thank you it's quite an un you. unusual voice as well yeah i'm not sure really what happened um obviously i was a, a treble as a boy and then I continued singing choral music as a tenor. And um, when I was writing my own stuff and just kind of singing to myself, this is the voice that developed as a kind of, as, yeah, how I sound as an individual. I think when you're in a choir, it's all about blending in. And, mm. you know, you, you obviously trained in a certain way to sing with certain vowels that are very traditional and obviously everyone needs to sing them in the same way so that, sure. so that it kind of, you don't have any kind of weird phase cancellation going on stuff like that perhaps um so that, yeah it's it's the thing that developed and uh i hope it stays this way you know who mm. knows but um well yeah, if, I, if it's working for you you don't want to lose it do you you know exactly and i'm glad that it's it's the unique uh talking point um and it, i think it goes well with the uniqueness of the of the music as well yeah sure and uh, tell me about uh, writing the music then. Um, what's your inspiration for your songs? My it's all very self-involved. Uh, I draw from my own life and, um, you know, I've typically kind of always written about love and um, this album is the culmination of that. Uh, I think the next body of work will be completely different. Um, maybe, maybe talking about my strange childhood you know in these very intense uh organizations that i was part of yeah. um so it's it's all you know i come up with a guitar part usually um first right uh, and that's that comes from whatever mood i'm in and and uh i'll try and match that mood with some lyrics that come come immediately and then uh it usually happens that that comes when you're just about to go off somewhere, you know, and you're like, oh, God, okay, I need to just like record this and then I'll come back to it later. Yeah. So trying to get back into that same mood is can sometimes be tricky. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it's, yeah, I find some sort of lyrical theme or sometimes a pattern that can help me, um, you know, with the kind of poetic nature of the lyrics and find some imagery that I think fits the subject of the song you know if it's dramatic or if it's more calm and and uh i look for similarities in nature and things that everyone can can relate to there's something that they know what that means mm. um 
and that's kind of sometimes that could be a, quite a long process. How long? Because I've been interviewing somebody recently. It took five years to write a song. Yeah, that's I've had a couple of those. Go back um, to it. Dear Heart was one of those that I started ages and ages and ages ago, and then it was finished as a half-length kind of small little lullaby, really. At that time, I called all my songs lullabies a long, long time ago. And um, came back to it and, and you know, wrote a different direction for the for the last bit that kind of, you know, looking back at something you've written and trying to make sense of it today and uh, maybe what you were feeling at the time that you can articulate more clearly looking back um sometimes you know i would say the the anomaly is when a song for me comes together in a day you know or like a few days or a week mm-hmm. usually it's it takes time because the lyrics are so important and um especially some of the the album tracks that are quite unusual trying to weave a, a melody around the instrumentation and um kind of unusual phrase lengths and stuff like that make it made it very difficult to to write the songs in a poetic way um and also with lyrics that are not derivative and um that are nice to sing as well because i think mm. when you write poetry it looks really good and then when you sing it you're like oh no that doesn't sound nice that that doesn't sound good at all so, so it's the yeah bit of a trial and error um but yeah so it's it's quite a painfully long process mm, i can imagine i mean i can't even imagine doing it but i can imagine how difficult it would be and then you hear stories like uh, about uh, elton john and the bg's barry gibb writing a number one hit in two minutes three minutes and you think how how do they do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it it can it really can happen. Um, it just depends what the song is for and what the viral mm. is. And I think songs like that, it, it, yeah, if it's you're really in it and really in a mood, and and the song is very immediately obvious what what the subject is, and you can really just you know really just write loads of lyrics and it just comes together very quickly but yeah. i think it's sometimes you know the the true essence of the song can be quite a bit of a mystery sometimes and that's when it becomes hard to mm. to nail it down i think okay what uh, advice would you give to somebody listening to this who's um a struggling musician which all musicians are uh, but struggling, <laughs> struggling particularly to, uh, to to write their stuff and trying to search for inspiration in order to to write a decent song. What advice would you give those people? Um, uh, there's kind of a cliche bit of advice, which is you have to live your life. Um, if you find that you you're just not you have writer's block and you can't think of anything to put down on paper, then that's that's usually a sign that you should just not force it and uh, try and do something else even for a day go and go off and walk around right. um, okay. the tricky thing is to walk around not actively searching for inspiration you know like, oh, i'm going to go to an art gallery and then you're kind of looking at things and like, i'm not getting any inspiration <laughs> at all. um i think it you know at least for me that obviously my life is the, the inspiration and and i think um obviously other people want to write about different things, but it's genuinely a good way 
to start because it's it can be very personal mm. in that way and, and i think mm. people respond to that yeah sure and um the main thing is just to keep going and um what can be hard is to is to believe in it in a way that you can persuade other people to believe in it too that's very difficult and i'm not saying that i know how to do that at all that's what you strive um, for uh, do, yeah. you, do you take um walk around when you're out of the house uh do you take a, a little pocket recorder with you or a notebook or something in case you get a flash of inspiration i used to and then i think i lost that little <laughs> notebook i it was largely unused i think it is really important to write stuff down and i don't do that and i forget loads of stuff that you think oh, i'm not gonna forget that oh. uh obviously we have our phones and so on my notes app you know i'll, I'll yeah. write stuff if it you know if it comes to me on the go which it, it usually does you know i think when you're not a hundred percent focusing on it that's when just like a little line or something or you see something or an advert, you know, on the tube or something and it and maybe it sparks a little mm. funny line in your head. That's that's you know, those things are valuable. Yeah. So yeah, you need to need to keep those little scraps. Now sure. your latest single is uh, Fight Forever, isn't it? Yes. And but before that, I have to mention uh, I did check out Dear Heart as well. And that's had over sixty six thousand downloads on YouTube. So, oh, the video, yeah. The, yeah Just the, the video, videos. yeah. I don't know about the song <laughs> itself <laughs> on other platforms, but that was the, the that's the you know statistic. The song's done quite well, which I was surprised. Um, is I don't think it's maybe a natural single. I don't mm. think actually kind of any of them were that we released really, but um, <laughs> it was just a way to try and leave some kind of breadcrumbs of what the album is going to be like, and yeah, and. That's kind of, I think, for me, the why we went with Dear Heart because it, yeah, it kind of, I think, puts it into perspective. Yeah, the video is lovely. I'm really happy with the way the video yeah. turned out. Yeah, uh, the director really, really got uh, the song, and um, it, you know, it, it resonates with some, you know, his stuff in his own life. Yeah, because quite often the film, the the, the videos don't, uh, it could be for anything, nothing to do with the song at all. Sometimes, you know, you think, well, very nice, but, you know, what was the connection? Sometimes it can make the song sound worse, (laughs) which is really, really gone wrong. Um, Yeah. I mean, we we obviously, we didn't, we had something that, which we didn't release because it was just, you know, it it didn't really help. but yeah, sometimes it can be helpful to have moving images to the music. Um, mm. But equally, sometimes people don't want to see that because they want to conjure up their own yeah. image of what it's like, you know, like yeah. reading a book. Um, yeah, or, or listening to the radio, which is my trade, you know, is yeah. what we yeah. call the theatre of the mind. You know, you say something or you play something, uh, you can conjure up, uh, you know, all sorts of images in people's imaginations. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's, that's what it's all about. That's yeah. what, Okay. Well, that's interesting because I make, I make films, but I haven't made a, um, what you might call a pop video yet, a music video, but I'd, I really want to, <laughs> but I haven't had the opportunity. Uh, yeah. I so, feel like everything, it's one of those things that's definitely harder than you would imagine. Expect. Yeah. You know, I, you know, haven't made one on my own for that very reason. It's just, I don't even know where to, 
Yeah, it's another set of inspiration, I suppose, combined with all the technicalities. You know, I've got I've got all the technicalities. I can make films, and I've been in the music industry for fifty years. But uh, <laughs> I'm not sure whether I should risk it. I don't think I could charge for one if I did make one. <laughs> you know, it would have to be sort of a spare or a bit of fun or something like that. Anyway, um, tell me about uh, Fight Forever. Uh, and the inspiration behind that. Now, that sounds to me like a relationship breakup, and the film, the video certainly looks uh, quite traumatic like that. Yeah, the video is quite extreme, um, which I, I think is a good thing. It's certainly the, the, the lighting in it is, you know, enhances that. It's very striking. Hmm. The song is unique in that um, it's, it came, in, I wrote it in lockdown, we are getting sent over some briefs for um, film and TV stuff uh, that generally came being like, we need this by 4 p.m. today if you have anything. And it was like 2 p.m. And I was like, well, give me like, give me like a day. Maybe I can like or something. Who do you think I am, Elton John? We, yeah, it, it was for a, uh, a ironic fight scene like a song that would go with that. And I I had also seen my music reduced to kind of um, male, ethereal male vocals over acoustic guitar, which pissed me off, if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, sure. And I thought, I was like, oh, come on, you know, not, not all the songs even have acoustic guitar in them. And uh, I think it's, you know, there's a bit more going on than that. So I started writing this uh this tune on my on my laptop with synth bass and uh and just synths really and um I had these kind of comedic verses that uh after I didn't get the job um I scrapped but I really liked the chorus and um so when it came to trying to finish off this album I was like oh, I really feel like I can fit this in you know because it 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 is about um relationship conflict you know as a couple of the songs are and this one is an acknowledgement of you know maybe we're not going to fit together so perfectly that we don't have these sometimes quite intense conflicts yeah um, but it doesn't mean that we don't love each other and that it is not going to last you know we just need to kind of accept that and it is just part of the relationship that that we have is that you know and we all have it with just other human beings sure. even if it's not a romantic one yeah that we have that we do have conflict and sometimes it it enriches the tapestry of those relationships so i kind of i rewrote the verses to to put some attitude in it because the the general idea of the song was um that i thought was really hilarious at the time um that basically two people are physically having a physical fight and then they fall in love so i wanted to kind of keep that energy um but make it slightly more you know you're it's just more of a general kind of conflict and um put some kind of clever clever wordplay in there mm. and then we're put this kind of dropped middle bit in with the, the the clear message of the song you know that our love will fight forever um and yeah I th it's one of my favorite tracks on the album just because it's so different mm. and um and it's certainly one of our favourites to play live as well. 
Excellent. I won't ask you. I won't ask you the obvious question. Uh, did that all happen to you in your own life? We won't. We won't go there. Um, here's a question, not, though. Not the physical side bit. <laughs> no, of course. Here's a question that I I ask quite often, uh, especially to um, young young ladies, female uh, artists, um, but um, I, I occasionally ask uh, blokes as well. When you're practicing your songs and your performances in private, do you go in the bathroom, look in the mirror and hold a hairbrush? No, I think <laughs> I should because um, it's really weird. Uh, for me, I have to concentrate very hard on on the guitar part usually yeah, and, and singing because I don't want to make any mistakes that are going to haunt me when I you know, we'll think about it immediately afterwards or see footage. And sometimes when I see the footage, I can just see my eyes kind of calculating. I'm like, oh God, you know, <laughs> so I think it's actually very important to, to practice the kind of, you know, miming it really. Yeah. Well, presumably uh, you're, you're not holding a microphone anyway, because you've got a, a, a guitar. Just my People are like, can you move the microphone? I'm like, well, no, I need to sing into it. <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, it's really important because most people will be looking at your face. Yeah. So that's right. it's important to practice well, there um, you go. how you kind of perform it just with your face. There you go. You're very, very welcome. Think nothing <laughs> of it. <laughs> I, I encourage I get, everyone to do it. Yeah, I get all sorts of responses. Um, there's a lady who, I, I won't embarrass her, and she said, of course not. <laughs> and then some uh, have said yes straight away, and some have just burst out laughing and said, "How did you know?" You know, so it's, it's, it gets all sorts of interesting responses. So yeah, maybe the Zoom started working a bit too early. Cool. <laughs> yes, just come out of the bathroom. What are you doing with that hairbrush? Uh, I've been brushing my hair. Uh, so, what's the future for you? Um, have you got another album in mind? Have you got uh, a tour or some gigs uh, coming up? What's happening? We, it's all a bit up in the air, really. I mean, the plan for the rest of the year is to, to absolutely tour where, wherever anyone wants to hear it mm. uh, and also go prospecting as well, trying to you know, convert some fans. Yep. And um, and I'll start writing the, the second album and we've kind of already recorded quite a few instrumentally songs that, that I would like to go on that one. Um, so I'm going to start doing that when when it starts. When I don't think can. I'm going to just sit down. It's, th it's just going to start happening. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Brilliant. And uh, I try and get it all done so we can release that next year, you know, keep the mm. momentum and the, the growth. Well, when, when you do, we'll have to have another chat so we can talk about uh, what, what happened with that one, the second one and the third one and so on. That would be nice. Uh, but for the moment, your single is Fight Forever. And uh, that's out right now. And your debut album, Love Upside Down, from which it is taken, uh, is being launched tomorrow. Is it's, that... Yeah, it's, it's out. <laughs> it's it's out. out already. It's out already. Oh, it's, it's the already. party tomorrow. The party is tomorrow. The, uh -huh. yeah, so the uh, couple of the songs will be played for the first time Fantastic. tomorrow, which is really exciting. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, brilliant. So sorry, I can't make the party. I oh, sorry. I well, uh, we'll try and... Um, I'll need more notice. 
yeah perform somewhere where you can you can come and, and yeah. witness the 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 volume that we can push out and um i'd love to little dance i'd love to yeah absolutely okay fergus thank you so much for talking to me it's been great fun and you've given some really good advice it's been fascinating to find out about your life and your music and everything thank you for talking to me on music stories thank you for having me tony it's been been a real pleasure Music Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that it'll help and inspire others in the music industry. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you would like a professional podcast made or would like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com Music Stories with Tony Lloyd.